Brother Sidney, thank uh, each and every one of you, and I want to say thank you to Brother uh, Jerry Steele, who filled in for me this morning at the last minute. Wasn't feeling that good, but man, it's just something about you. You come around God's people, you just feel better. I just truly believe it's a healing when you come around positive folks. And uh, Jerry was put on the spot at the last minute. He stepped on in there and handled business this morning. So, bro, Jerry, thank you so much. Draw, all I got to say is, bro, keep on preaching. Keep on preaching. You know, we have, we have guests that come through time to time. And, uh, bro, Gerard, there, there were some guests here this morning. They said, who is that guy? I said, that's John the Baptist reincarnated. <laughs> But no, he did. He did inquire, and he said that was a great lesson. And uh, and he he went on to ask. He said, "How you manage to have different guys? Because they've been here several times." They said, "How you manage to have different guys preach so well? You know, to to serve here." I said, "Just a blessing from God. Just a blessing from God." I said. Because we understand there's only one head of the church. And that's Christ. Everybody else is a servant. And and we, 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 we work together. We strive together to make that message known. You know what? None of us own anything around here. And uh, I'm, I'm just thankful to be in that situation. I'm going to ask you to do something. Don't get mad at me and... and, and, and you, you'll thank me when I finish. Everybody stand and let's, if you will put Romans chapter uh, 8 on the board. Romans chapter 8 beginning at verse 35. Romans chapter 8 verse 35. And we're going to read these verses together from 35 to 39. Romans chapter 8, 35 through 39. So let us all begin. Now, how, how do we read when we handling or write the word of God? We read with conviction. We read with faith. We read believing that this is the truth. Amen. Amen? So let, let's read it like that. Let us begin. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities. 
Let us together say amen. amen. You may be seated. Well, isn't the word of God good? Amen. The word of God is so good. And I'm going to tell you where I got this lesson from. And it, it, and I really just, it just hit my thoughts. Brother Gerard said something this morning. And I said, man, that needs to be stressed. That really needs to be stressed. When, when people fail to assemble, they need to understand what a glorious time they missed. Amen. Amen. They need to be informed they missed a blessing. Amen. And the only way they're going to understand that and know that is it needs to come from who? Us. Us. They need to understand you are missing out on something in your life. When you're not here, when the saints assemble. And when you stop and think about it, folks, where else should a child of God have a desire to be when the saints assemble? What, what outlet? What, what juke joint? Where are you going to hang out in heaven other than praising God? And singing praises unto his name. Heaven, this is just a preparation. For just a glimpse. I I hate to even use that narrative because it would distort how beautiful heaven truly is. But this is the prepping ground for what we have to look forward to. And being amongst those of the same mind, the same judgment, who have the same attitude about glorifying God and serving God. This is the prepping ground. And man, if if this is if this is troubling to you down here on earth, why would you say you want to go to heaven? I believe the problem is simple. We don't truly love God the way we should. In Matthew chapter 22, beginning at verse 37, if you'll put that up for me. Matthew chapter 22, beginning verse 37. Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with what? All. All. How much does all of you carry? Everything, right? And everything covers all. So God says, I don't want you to just love me a little, sometime, every nine then. I want all of you. All of you. So if, if, if I'm truly loving God the way the scripture commands, because Here's something else I need to point out. Verse 38 said, this is the first and great what? Commandment. That's a commandment to love God. How? With all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. If I'm giving God my all, where else should I be? Who else should be on my mind? God said, if I can't have all of you, I don't need any of you. Because his commandment is 
all. Not some, not a portion, not what we feel or what we think is good enough. No, if I'm commanded, the great commandment, to love God with all, folks, that leaves nothing else for the world. It says, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbors as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law. You want to know what the law deals about? As for making it to heaven everything, you begin with loving God. Amen. You begin with loving God with all your heart, your mind, your soul. That's where it all began, folks. And there, there's nothing. You can't be conservative. Remember all through the Old Testament, God fed the children of Israel. And numerous times he would say, you eat for today. Don't save anything. You know what? God was telling them, I want you just to depend on me day by day. Mm-hmm. Day by day. Don't worry about tomorrow. Day by day. God is telling us nothing different. That's right. He tell us take no thought for tomorrow. That's right. What you're gonna eat, what you're gonna, you know, wear, and all of this stuff. God said, "I got you. I need for you to depend on me day by day. Yeah. Because today might be your last day. It may be my last day. Right. But to make sure all is well, I need all of you today. Yeah. I need all of your mind, all of your." Your, 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 your soul. I need all of your strength. I need all about you. Don't worry about tomorrow. And folks, if we look deep down within ourselves, do we truly love God this way? Do we truly love God this way? That was, that was a question. And, 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 and I'll, I'll address it from up here. It, it ain't no controversy or nothing. It was just a good question posed from the Bible class. What was that? Uh, Monday night or Wednesday night about other congregations in the second service. And uh, is, is it right or wrong to attend? You know, the answer, the answer is to me. This is me. The answer to me is very simple. Where else would I want to be? Other than when God's people meet. Huh? I I would rather be with God's people. If God has all my love. All. Remember what we just read together. Do you remember what we just read together? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? That's right. Think about what God did. John 3, 16. He what? He didn't just love the world. He so loved it. He so loved the world that he provided that sacrificial lamb. And then Paul writes here, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, I don't care what trouble you stumble across in your life. It should never come between you and the love you have for God. That's right. That's right. 
And notice, it's not a question, will God separate himself from you? No, will it separate us from him? God has proved beyond a shadow of a doubt his love for us. Amen. Amen. Shall tribulation or distress or persecution. People die. People lay down their lives, but yet they still believe. Hebrews chapter 11 gives a whole story of how people were put to death, sown in half. Burn on poles and, you know, used as road lights and they wondered, lived in caves and all this stuff. But guess what? They would not deny. They would not deny Christ. So even under the greatest persecution, what shall separate us from the love of God? Nothing. But you know what? You got to have a real love. You got to have a real love for God to endure this. It goes on and asks the question, or or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. You know, some of the apostles, they were put to death by means of the sword. And they were given an opportunity to deny Christ. They said, won't do it. We'll not do it. Can you imagine you thinking somebody give you an outlet, say, if you deny him, I'll let you live. And then you say, okay, I deny him. I don't believe in him. And then they kill you anyway. Now, what about that scripture? Matthew 10, 32, 33. If you deny me before men, I will surely deny you before my father, which is in heaven. What did you gain out of it? A a permanent position in eternal damnation, right? So there must be a great love. Not, 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 not this, not this physical love. It has to be a love deep down within your soul, folks. But see, that love can only be developed through a great faith. See, you got to believe in the promise before you can truly believe or have the love that is required for you to do this. As it is written, for thy sake, for whose sake? For Christ's sake, we are what? Kill all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Just in line. Moving up step by step. Nay, in all these things, we are more than what? Conquerors. Conquerors. How? Through him that loved us. Who loved us? Christ loved us. How did he prove his love? He laid down his life. And what we're being asked today as Christians, you know what? Not even so much laying down your life, just deny yourself. Just deny yourself. It goes on. What? For 
I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, whatever may come. I don't care. Nor height, nor depth, nor any creature, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is where? In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Folks, is that the love we have? Is that the love we have? If not, we need to find it. We need to find it. Because when you read this portion in Romans about the height, the depths, famine, persecution, all that. Man, that's some rough stuff. That's some hard living you have to go through. But will you still be able to say you're not going to separate me from the love of my God? Because I'm looking beyond right now. I'm looking toward a better home. I'm looking for a place not made with hands. Where it won't be no more dying. No more crying. No more tears. No more suffering. You know what? I'm looking forward to that place. Won't be no more gossip. Won't have to worry about what to wear. Won't have to worry about you know, being among certain people who make the same amount of money you make or drive what you drive and that, none of that stuff. Amen. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to that place where I'm promised to have peace. Yes, I'm promised to have peace. Yeah. Do you have that love? Do you have that faith? Right. That's why the Bible said Hebrews 11 and 6, for without faith, yeah. it's impossible That's right. to please him. Mm-hmm. Folks, before I got married, I had to get to know my wife. Yeah. I didn't just meet her one day and say, hey, girl, let's go get married. <laughs> that had to be a getting to know. Yeah. I had to learn to trust. Yeah. Just like she had to learn to trust. Yeah. It had to be a building up. Yeah. Guess what, folks? It's the same in our walk in Christ. Yeah. Our faith has to grow. Yeah. And if I'm not doing something to build my faith up, I'm not going to grow. Amen. And I'm not going to understand what it is I'm missing when I'm not here with the other saints. Not an issue that, you know, to be argued about or debated about. No, 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 no. If my love is right in my heart, where else should I be? Where else should I be? Now, for, cl- for clarification purposes, I'm going to say it again. There ain't nobody arguing about anything. I'm just simply saying, you know, some folks said, well, I've been to one service. I had communion. I gave already. You know what? Elders have a responsibility to look over the flock, to feed the flock. Am I right? That's right. That's right. 
If the elders of a congregation say, you know what, we, we need two services would benefit us. For the simple fact, it can help edify, it can help unify, it can help build up and offer more teaching. Now, you have a choice. Mm -hmm. Listen to me good on this. You have a choice to put your membership at Locust Grove. Mm -hmm. That's right. And you know we have how many services? True. Then you said, well, I don't know about that second service. I don't know that. But you, you, you made the commitment. That's right. You made the commitment. Yes, now, James said he that knoweth to do it good. And do it not to him is what? But see, you said, well, I've already given. I've already taken communion. Why do I need? Well, look at the rest of the teaching of the scriptures that why we should assemble together okay. to admonish. That's right. To admonish who? One another, right? Can you do that if you ain't here? That sounds kind of selfish to me. Well, hey, I got mine. It's up to them enough to get theirs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just giving you something to think about. I'm giving you something to think about. There should never be a question when God's people come together, should I be there? That's right. That's right. If it's God's people, you need to be there. Amen. That's like, that's like if Jesus descended from the clouds and the resurrection occurred. Well, should I be there? Well, the question, do you want to go to heaven? Folks, it takes a special love, a powerful love. And we have to have it. We have to have it. Not because the preacher said it. It is a commandment that God said. It, Jesus said it is the greatest commandment of all of them. To love the Lord thy God with all. All. And in closing, I'll ask this question. What else are you going to be doing? That's right. Amen. That's right. Hmm? That's right. Well, I'll be at home getting ready for tomorrow. What if you don't have a tomorrow? Amen. Well, I got some people coming by. Hold up now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you knew today's the Lord's day. That's right. Did these people just come on their own or did you invite them? That's right. Where's the love? Where's the love? Where's the respect? That's right. Where's the honor? What else could you possibly be doing on a Sunday to miss the service that would prove to be equally or more important than assembling with the saints. That's the question I'm going to close on. And you answer that one. Because to him that know it to do good and you do it that not, the Bible said, you condemn yourself. No, nobody's going to have a fit and whine and cry because you don't come. You're missing out on the blessing. Amen. 
You don't know what might be said at that other service. Uh, you don't know what song might be sung that you, 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 you said, wow, I haven't heard that. And that just touched my heart and changed your whole attitude about, you know, how your day was going. That's right. That's right. You ain't going to get that from people in the world. And let's face it and be honest. In most cases, when we don't come back, we're hanging out with some worldly folks or some weak-minded Christians. If we be honest. That's for you to think about. But folks, the love got to be real. The love has to be real. That's why the Bible said you examine yourself to yeah. see if you are in the faith. That's right. Before you look at me, look at yourself. Amen. Do you love God that way? That you're willing to give up all of you? You know, we I always bring up Bubba. You know, Bubba passed a couple of months ago, about a month and a half ago. I got word that Bubba passed and I said, Bubba left this world knowing, knowing he had to give God all and not some. But he would go out and tell other people the truth. But he wouldn't surrender his whole life himself. Folks, talk ain't going to get it done. That's a commandment. If it's a commandment, it's from who? Do you think it'll be a judgment? Of course it will. So that's for you to think about, folks. When people don't come, when the the saints of God assemble, shame on them. And it's sad that they're going to forfeit missing a blessing that they could have been a part of. Is that all right? No greater love than this, than for a man to lay down his life for his friend. Jesus said, you are my friend. If, if you do whatsoever, I command you to do. Are you a friend this evening? Huh? Are you a friend? It doesn't matter what you tell me. It doesn't matter what you tell others. The only thing that matters in the sight of God is how did you live it? How did you live it? If you're here today and you haven't surrendered your will to the authority, total authority of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you could do so as the young lady did this morning. By hearing and understanding how God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. How his son humbled himself and came down to this earth in the form of a man and a servant. How Jesus dwelt among men. Sinful men. Teaching them. Trying to show them the way. Some believed, many did not. But yet, 
He served his purpose, even going to the cross at Calvary to do his father's will. He was crucified, and on the third day, he got up, declaring that all power is given unto him in heaven and earth. Then he was a savior. He's coming back again, folks, as a judge. He's coming back as a judge. What is there to be said when the judge come back? You can get your case in line now. While your mind is right, the blood is running warm in your vein. See, folks... Play around with time. Yes. I got time, I got time, but you don't know what's going on inside your body. That's right. That's right. Tomorrow you might not be able to remember today. Amen? Amen. Amen. Folks said, well, they, they look healthy and everything, but you ain't got a mind to repent. That's your problem. When you had a mind to repent, you wouldn't. So you're going to say God isn't just? Think about it, folks. God wakes us up and gives us time every day to get it right. Because what's, what's the conclusion of the whole matter of our life? Fear God and do what? For this is the whole duty of man. Folks, it ain't about your future retirement. It ain't about, you know, where you plan on vacationing and where you plan on living and all this. It's about serving God. Amen. Jesus said, I got your mention. So why are you taking away from God trying to build your mansion down here? Fear God. Keep his commandments. Well, it's the whole duty. Well, wait a minute. If it's the whole duty, yeah. ain't nothing left out. No, no, Just like all your heart. That's right. So if God wants all your heart, yeah. and it's the whole duty, yeah. folks, I declare unto you, God said, it's all or nothing. Amen. Amen. Now you could try to cheat him if you want to. But you're a burning hell for not giving God all of his glory. And that's really what it boils down to. He wants it all. Amen. What's our song? I know it was the blood. I know, folks, and you all know, it still is the blood that gets us through and helps us out now. Let us together stand and let us sing. I know it was the blood when I 